0: It's a football podcast
1: with Safa Dean. And Seahawks quarterback Russell Finger, his middle. Russell Finger, wow. <laughs> that is a Freidian slip. Tyler Dragon.
2: Did I forecast this whole season correctly? I told you guys. And Josina Anderson.
0: Does it sound like you're consulting the mitochondria and the protons and the neutrons in his body to know exactly when they're going to roll over?
2: Each week, our USA Today Sports Plus Insiders talk axes analyze O's, and bring you behind-the-scenes, exclusive, entertaining, insightful, because they know football.
0: But what's it called?
2: Yes, a football podcast.
1: All right, guys, it's week 10 of the NFL season. Where is this season going? Uh, All I know is last week was week of the upset, Broncos over the Cowboys, Falcons over the Saints, Giants over the Raiders, uh, even the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Buffalo Bills. But guys, uh, Josina and Tyler, hello again. Tyler, you and I just came back from a nice weekend together in Cincinnati, covering the Battle of Ohio. Um, A really fun weekend uh, for some things that we got to do uh, before the game. But uh, I wanted to get into. Oh, I see how you. I see how you move really.
0: Quickly pass that some things y'all got to do before the games.
1: Ah, uh, let's see. You got to wait till the a- middle of the any podcast. Any pictures see showing not up like at TMZ? You
0: know, I, I don't know. Okay, okay.
2: Stop, so, stop it always snitches. Oh, stop it what are we snitch Because I, I, I just saw a tweet on PFT <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: talking yeah. about there were people who thought they saw Aaron Rodgers in a place where he wasn't. You know, so I don't know. Did we were, did we see some pictures I don't know. of you What's guys?
1: What's your insinuation? Were you guys actually at the game, or did that? y'all
0: just you go go to a Another place. We was it, there, I mean, okay. I mean we since there. there's a
2: lot to do in Cincinnati, oh, okay, okay, Ohio, okay. we were, y'all you
0: know? <laughs> were actually there, okay, then divert your travel plan somewhere else. I don't know
2: what y'all are talking oh, okay, about. okay, okay, yeah.
0: All right, uh, Right, yeah, you'd be at the okay, library. Right. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, let's get into the big, you know, story from the NFL week as producer Emily is groaning and in, and uh, in, 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 in hating every moment of being with us on this podcast here. Um, you know, the big story of the week was Aaron Rodgers and his um, – in his comments regards to COVID nineteen, he missed the game last week against the Chiefs. Um, I we we made picks before the game, Tyler and I, and uh, I got my pick wrong because I picked Green Bay and their quarterback didn't even play. I don't so like betting against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, you know what <laughs> oh, I, don't.
0: I don't. Emily, Emily with, the quick with the receipts. Yes.
1: Tyler's so happy to hear this for once, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. It's usually on the other side.
1: Green Bay lost to Good the job, Kansas Emily. City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler, we, we were speaking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and COVID um, during, you know, third quarter-ish of, of the 1 p.m. games on Sunday. Um, you know, big discussion with COVID, with Aaron Rodgers, State Farm is staking by his side. There was a metal company that that lifted their endorsements of him, too. But um, Tyler, you think Aaron Rodgers has a chance to come back this week against Seattle Seahawks?
2: Well, the earliest he can come back is Saturday. That will be uh, 10 days after he tested positive for COVID-19. But the bigger picture is he lied. And we all, you know, covered it a lot during uh, this week. And for him to say, you know, he's been immunized at the you know, be- beginning of the season, he was insinuating that he was vaccinated. He knows everybody thought he was vaccinated besides the people within that organization. And for him to put people at risk, reporters, players, people in that, that locker room post-game um, reporters and journalists, you know, that's just a bad look all the way around for a guy that a lot of people look up to, not only for his skills as a quarterback, but even off the field. Up to this point, he really hasn't had any off field issues. So, you know, I'm disappointed with Aaron Rodgers for lying and putting people at risk. But then he has a huge, huge platform. He's one of the best players in the National Football League, one of the most recognizable players in the world, honestly. And he's just sending the wrong message. And yes, of course, it's his body, his choice if he does not want to get vaccinated. But for him to spread lies and falsehoods, and these, this fake news about, you know, an alternative method. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, what is exactly that alternative method that you're using? He'd never clarified. And it just sounded like he was just telling lies after lies after lies. So I'm still very disappointed in Aaron Rodgers. If he plays or if he doesn't play, it's just a bad look all the way around on his behalf.
1: Um, this is kind of the, the medium that we're kind of um, living in in this age where, Tyler and I, you know, you and I were... At a restaurant, and you hope as soon as you take your mask off on one ear that nobody else around you has COVID. You hope the tables behind you don't have it. You're you're hoping to live in some kind of good faith here. I think that's what Aaron Rodgers was trying to fight over. But then everything else he said last week just kind of went off the rails. And for him, it was obviously a bad look, Um, especially when you're the reigning MVP, one of the most popular quarterbacks in the NFL. You just hosted Jeopardy, so you're well in pop culture far more than any other player or most players in the NFL altogether. So obviously a bad look for him.
0: So, you know, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, I think what I'm really interested to see now is what he's going to do now. You know, you went on the Pat McAfee show and you had a very strong, you know, professing of your personal beliefs that includes, you know, bodily autonomy and you know, the ability to decide for yourself and, you know, the methods and all these other things or what have you. And that also includes the things that he's been doing that are evident that are violations of the protocol, including not wearing your mask during the press conference. And, you know, I didn't watch all of the, you know, the Packers preseason games, but obviously per reports not wearing the mask during the preseason. Um, And whatever else is going on behind the scenes that we don't know just from video surveillance and things like that. So now that you are doing things in the way that you're saying that you do and and everything that you have been doing as far as how you carry yourself has followed that. When he comes back November 13th, which is the first day that he's eligible to, well, the first day that he's eligible to come back in advance of the Seahawks game, I'll be curious to see now if he wears those masks at the press conference. Because, you know, per the protocol, you know, right now he's uh, only subject to the fines um, and are the Packers just based on the fact that at least per what we know, they have not been uh, disciplined. But if he's a repeat offender... Um, meaning under the definition of the league issuing another violation on top of the ones that we are expected to come now, um, then the suspension per conduct detrimental is in play. And um, and it'll be very interesting to see what he can do. Cause I think, I think, and I have it in front of me after I, I could while you guys are talking, I'll go look at it, but I think that can go up to no more than four games <laughs> So I really want to see if this is going to be a mass standoff or a protocol standoff when he comes back. That to me is very interesting. <laughs> I, I do feel like, um, and, and rightly so, just because of the misinformation that was out there, Um, And certain things that he said in the platform that he has with the magnitude of athlete that he is, he has to be really, really careful. But I also think that that has to be balanced with, you know, not going overboard with the Aaron Rodgers bashing because he does represent a huge sect of the community and society who believes what he thinks and or has the same hesitancy or fear for whatever reasons they are. And certainly bringing them over to the other side and or at least engaging them in the conversation is not going to occur with bashing. And that also goes for Ann Rogers too, in terms of using certain words that are divisive and or phrases. And that includes, you know, woke mob and all this other things, because it was really frustrating to listen to the Pat McAfee thing. Like when, you know, because he wanted to like ask these questions, like ask him who's a part of the woke mob, like ask him, you know, what the ingredient is, like just obvious questions. Like as he was talking, you know what I mean? That you just wanted to step in and ask. But um, I she- do. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Please. I was just going to say two things that I want to add here about the Pat McAfee show. We have to remember that this is not a one off appearance. Aaron Rodgers has been a regular guest on Tuesdays on the Pat McAfee show on his podcast, which is also syndicated onto Sirius XM, where he gets to talk about any performance. He's been very candid. He promotes his book books club or whatever he's doing so that that's the other thing we have to remember here is this this was an area in which he knew he had the platform and the space to say whatever he wanted with limited challenges Mm -hmm. um you know pat mcfee is a friend of his and and this has been a regular segment for him to come on even though the
0: day that he came on was not his regularly scheduled day
3: (laughs) right Mm -hmm. right it was like an emergency like no he uh, wanted to do he was getting
0: bored in quarantine and he wanted to come on
3: yeah I just want to, before we move really quickly, you did mention State Farm before, and I want to read the statement that they gave to USA Today Sports on Monday, saying, Aaron Rodgers has been a great ambassador for our company for much of the past decade. We don't support some of the statements that he has made, but we respect his right to have his own personal viewpoint. We recognize our customers, employees, agents, and brand ambassadors come from all walks of life with differing views on many issues. Our mission at State Farm is to support safer, stronger communities. To that end, we encourage vaccinations, but everyone's right to make a choice based on their personal circumstance and the only thing that I think was
0: missing from that statement I actually don't have a problem with it um, but saying that supporting people having uh, their individual views does not include spreading misinformation that's the only thing that that statement was missing because it would have covered the things that he said that were inaccurate you know so that that's the only thing you can have your own personal view and I understand even sophit as you're saying you know that the vaccine you um, you know, and the science behind it. However, at the same time, I also do understand people's individual health, whether you're, you know, compromisers, a whole host of reasons that, um, are involved in terms of why some, you know, people haven't taken that are valid. And so those need to be also, you know, understood, you know, however, when you start introducing the misinformation part of it, uh, taking, you know, personal jabs, character jabs, political jabs, uh, misapplying uh the mlk quote all those other things and now you're just introducing all other things that really have nothing to do with your original potential valid point with with, was if you actually do have an allergy you know that is you know valid or what have you all that other stuff kind of took away from (laughs) what it is you were originally saying could have just could have just stayed there
1: so to move on from aaron Rodgers, and, and we'll see if he does play uh this week sunday um at home in green bay against the Seattle seahawks um, against a quarterback who is going to be possibly making his return, um, and Seahawks quarterback Russell Finger, his middle Russell Finger, wow, wow. <laughs> that is a feridian slip, huh? Russell Wilson's middle finger is all healed up.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a football podcast, guys. I love it. Russell Wilson's fingers all healed up, guys. And and the way I look at the NFC picture now, um, you know, Packers won against the Cardinals on Thursday Night Football before Aaron Rodgers got COVID, and now. Um, the Packers are back in second place after the Cardinals took care of the 49ers last week. Um, the Bucks had a bye, the Cowboys lost, the Rams lost. And, uh, I'm looking at the Seattle Seahawks at three and five, 10th in the NFC right now. And I'm thinking they can probably jump the Vikings, the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, um, and kind of get back into the playoff mix here. Um, Tyler, what do you think about Russell Finger? I mean, Russell Wilson coming back into the mix. <laughs> yeah, here, uh, i
2: I do have the Seahawks kind of rallying here towards the end of the season and sneaking into the playoffs. When I look at the NFC as a whole, you know, obviously the um, Arizona Cardinals I think are the best team currently right now. When Aaron Rodgers does come back, I do like the Packers. I think they found something in their running game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Uh, the Bucks, we have to respect them, defending Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady's playing like he's twenty-four. Cowboys and then the Rams. But then the Seahawks, Russell Wilson comes back and playing like we know he's accustomed to playing. I do have them sneaking in the playoffs, especially if they get a certain receiver this coming week. I think, you know, there's some rumors that he might be uh, headed to Seattle, Odell Beckham Ooh. Jr. I know oh, those that's are one of I'm the teams about. on his short list, and that will be a major boon for the Seattle Seahawks, getting him. With um, Metcalf on the outside, I, I, I really do like what I see from the Seahawks. I think they're going to be uh, on pace to rally back in the second half of the season.
1: Um, Yeah, Tyler, I think the Seahawks, the, the challenge, their schedule is definitely challenging coming up. I mean, you got the, the Packers game. You don't know how well Russell Wilson is going to play as he comes back from this finger injury. Um, You know, you're playing the Seahawks at home. I like that. For them at home but again uh, how well is this finger going to respond but later this season you know the seahawks they're visiting the um washington football team um they're gonna have the 49ers they're gonna play the texans uh they're gonna play the bears and detroit lions as well so there's some wins on the schedule for the seahawks coming up here where they can make up some ground you're just hoping to see if they can beat teams like uh, the cardinals the 49ers the rams later this season um you know to see if they can really make that leap into um into the playoff mix,
2: they do have to shore up that defense. So even when Russell Wilson was playing, they had one of the worst defenses in the National Football League. So with or without Russell Wilson, they really need to shore up that defense side of football. Their pass rush and their secondary has been subpar this year.
1: Yeah, they've been one and two in the uh, the four weeks Russell Wilson has passed or uh, has missed. Excuse me. Um, initial reports were saying that he could have missed six weeks. So just for him to come back in such a quick time period and be back for this Packers game, um, you know, it really speaks to, you know, the me- medical miracles Russell Wilson is making happen um, this season.
0: I was just going to say about Russell that it, it uh, you can tell by the video that he put out on his uh, the Twitter, you know, that it, it's just interesting when the game gets taken away from the players, even momentarily because they're going through an injury. You can tell that they miss it <laughs> and they miss the attention. And how he was itching to let everybody know that he's back, which is, is not uncommon. I'm not, you know, puning him or anything like that, but it was just something that I thought about when I saw the videos. Like, you can tell, like, you get really used to being in a situation that he's earned and definitely worked for. But even just the two or three games watching Geno Smith, you know, do uh, be in that place and then you're not in the mix and, and, and as, and as great as anyone is, you know, in the NFL or any one of us are, like, you know, the wheel keeps turning <laughs> and it's just an interesting perspective. I heard uh, Jarvis, I think said that when he, when he had to spend the three weeks out, I think there was a quote that I saw where he talked about how he really, really missed it. And not that that's a new concept, but I always think it's very interesting when guys get perspective like that, when they have to miss time because um, you know, their bodies are <clears throat> physically unable
3: at the times. <laughs> I mean, the man, the man named his son Win, so like let's. I think that he's pretty focused on the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Jocelyn, he did put
2: know, Sierra in the video, though. I saw Sierra make a cameo.
1: That's wifey. She's got to be in there. But Jocelyn, you know about all these videos. He's got promo. You know, he, he don't want to feel left out. He's got to let all the brands know he's still around. Let all his fans know he's still very much in the mix here. And I think you spoke about perspective. I think the one Pete Carroll quote kind of resonates with me. Um, you know, from Russell Wilson to being option. He's. Pete Carroll said quote i've been here a long time and if we didn't have russell i probably wouldn't have been here a long time
0: oh no oh um, oh yeah pete definitely knows where his bread is buttered as it should have when i think we had this conversation when we first started it's a football podcast and i was trying to tell you about relationships and bill belichick and tom brady and how he should have darn realized who truly had the leverage out of that mix for sure tyler what
1: jocina <laughs> what a week one it's a football podcast reference here tyler all right, guys, like I mentioned earlier, week 10, we are coming up at the kind of like the midway point of the NFL season. Uh, the Titans are atop the AFC, even one game without Derrick Henry, and uh, the Cardinals are back up 8-1 and one in the NFC, a game without Kyler Murray. Um, guys, Which which team has been the best team for you guys so far? I know I named two of them, but which team do you guys think is for real, is going to make a serious push for the Super Bowl this season? Tyler, I'll start with you.
2: Well, in the NFC, I have the Cardinals. I think that's the obvious choice. They have the best record in the NFL. When Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins comes back, they're just going to be that much better. They have been playing really well this season. It surprised a lot of people. Um, And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have to respect the defending Super Bowl champs. I think Tom Brady is playing fantastic MVP-level football. Their defense is really strong and really uh, helping that team along. So those are two teams that stick out for me in the NFC. A distant, I won't say distant third, but third is the Green Bay Packers. I know I named three teams, so don't make fun of me on that. On the AFC side, it's tough. Um, without Derrick Henry, I really don't. I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. <laughs> knew that was without coming. Without Derrick Henry, I knew it was coming. But the Derrick Henry less Tennessee Titans, I don't expect much from them postseason time i think they'll win the division but be one and done in the playoffs now i i know y'all gonna make fun of me the chiefs are coming They're they've won two straight games and then they play the oakland i'm sorry the las vegas raiders this weekend sunday night football so the chiefs are coming they're not winning you know In great fashion. Stop it, stop it. They're not winning in great fashion, but they are winning. I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. (laughs) And the Baltimore Ravens. Don't sleep on the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson has three second-half comebacks this year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's in the MVP conversation. He's top 10 passing the football, top 10 running the football. you got to give Lamar Jackson his roses. He's playing very well right now, so – the Ravens and the Chiefs, and then probably the Bills, number three. In
0: it. So you still going with the Chiefs? Yes. E- even
2: they've won two straight games. It hasn't been great victories where you feel good, and they haven't been blowing teams That's out. That's a huge butt. They, they're one of the be- They're one of the better teams in the AFC. Watch when it's all said and done. They're going to be there at the so end. thirteen. Justina, trust about, me, and hold on, Josina There's about thirteen.
0: Mm. 13-7 was the the offensive output against
2: Did they win though?
0: I mean, uh, against a team that didn't have its
2: their starting quarter but
1: I
0: mean, 13-7 They had everybody else. But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you got to look at what's in front of you. And then mm-hmm. the Giants, you know, 20 to 17
2: uh But did they win?
0: Oh, yes, they did win.
2: Sometimes you got to win ugly. I hear you. It's a short it's a short menu in the NFL. It's about I, W's and L's. Hmm. Ws I, and
0: L's. I, they I are winning.
1: With, I agree with you, Tyler, in the sense that the Chiefs are picking up some wins here. It doesn't matter how you win. You win by one, you win by thirty. But it win. is
0: indicative of how you might be handling uh, you know, so, or
1: how you handle some teams previously. Or right? or
0: just how you handle better competition, you know, when it comes to the postseason.
1: My favorite thing in the segment was—I think Tyler forgot to mention—the other, you know, twenty-four teams in the NFL <laughs> when we asked him which one was the best one.
2: <laughs> I picked three in each side. Right, you three, three in each
1: conference. Conference? You left nothing left for me and Joe Cena to talk about, man. But,
0: and and, not, and hey, not I not
2: covered a, everything. I made y'all job.
1: And
0: easy. not only that, but the danger with the Chiefs with respect to coming out of the AFC West division and how evenly stacked that is. You know, if they don't win that division. um, you know, just where and what their seating is. I mean, they could they could fall into a situation.
2: Is it evenly stacked? I, I, I mean, I, the
1: Chargers
2: I, and the I Chiefs. like the
1: AFC. Yeah, I like the AFC too, Tyler. I was going to say the 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 Chargers had some question. They they rebounded against the Eagles, but you know they had a bad loss against the Ravens. The Bills had a bad loss against the Jaguars and had a bad loss Terrible against the Titans. Um, the Ravens had a bad loss earlier this season, and now they seem to be picking it up. Um, and the Titans, with their huge win over the Rams last week, even without Derrick Henry, um, you know this is really interesting. I would say Kansas City still in the mix. Um, and guys, there's one team that we're not talking about in the AFC. Uh, and I bet you, if I pick the, if if I let you guys pick the team, you wouldn't be able to pick the team that I'm thinking of mentioning right now. Just, you know which AFC team do you think is is a sleeper here? That's not that I'm going to mention right now. That's not being mentioned nationally.
0: The Steelers.
1: Oh, wrong. Tyler, how about you? Which team do you think?
2: It should be Oh, the Chargers, the Chargers or the mm. Browns. I pick two. Okay, I
1: like the Browns pick two. But, guys, there's <laughs> there's one team that's above 500 that's sitting right above the Chiefs right here. The Raiders. Um, after a slow start. Do not no. say the
2: Raiders. And no. do not say the Denver Broncos. I'm
1: going to say the New England Patriots, guys. Okay. Patriots are 5-4. and four. Mac Jones looking good as a rookie. I think the Patriots have won two in a row right now. They're sitting seventh, seventh for the final playoff spot here. Is Bill Belichick going to do this? They're going to sneak into the playoffs. Everybody has them under the radar. You guys didn't even mention them.
0: Well, first so was, you know, of all, the, the last three wins have been against <laughs> the Jets, the Chargers, who sure have enough. lost their swag. And the Panthers, the who are, you know, um,
1: on the fringe, you know,
0: off the rails. Right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs>
1: you, it, it doesn't matter. You know, if you get that way to get the Chargers
2: was good, though, the Chargers are probably a playoff team. I do have to give you some props on that. The, the Patriots, I think they're a fringe playoff team. I don't expect them to make a lot of noise in the playoffs. Uh, their offense still leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, Mac definitely. Jones is kind of still figuring things out. They do run the football well, though. That's a recipe for success in the postseason.
1: And I would say if there's any team in the playoffs that you probably wouldn't want to see, you know, it could be a Bill Belichick-led defense. That's for sure, especially for one of these teams in the first round.
0: Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, as we were – I'm just going to deviate quickly. Go ahead, go I ahead. see that Adam Schefter tweeted that the Browns also had another running back test positive, John Kelly. So three
1: running backs out. Three It's going to be running, the Dearness Johnson show. So
0: the three running backs, and and who knows, he might it just hasn't tested positive yet. Could be a close call. But contact. again, just goes back to the tweet that I put out. You know, one week in between testing vaccinated people, um, I just you know do not think is enough. And then originally, when the NFL had it at two weeks um, going into the season, and then I was tweeting about it, and this is obviously when Delta was even more pervasive. You know, just with the fact of what we know, obviously, that vaccinated people can also uh, get the virus Um, going one week in between tests just doesn't. I understand you're trying to create the incentive to be vaccinated, um, but it also has to make sense. And I just think week to week, we keep seeing these positive tests among vaccinated personnel in the NFL and, you know, I just think there needs to be a second reconsideration of this schedule. Sorry. I'm just seeing that. Um, and they have Kareem Hunt on injured reserve. So hopefully Dearness Johnson doesn't pop up positive tomorrow. And we'll be revisiting the, this again. Go ahead. Sorry. That
2: was a, a hard left turn. Sorry. That we just made in the podcast. But <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that sorry. Was, the, the good thing the good thing about sorry. the Browns, though, is they're uh, Nick Shubb has been vaccinated, so all he needs is two uh, negative tests uh, 24 hours apart to play on Sunday. So there is a slim chance that they'll be available on Sunday.
0: So time now for our prediction segment with our incomparable NFL insiders, Safed and Tyler. We're going to start off with the 5-3 and three Saints going against... Hold on,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Are we not going to mention... <laughs> What happened last week?
0: Oh, (sighs) Lord have mercy. What what, what, what happened?
2: Did did I forecast this whole season correctly? I
0: told you. Kind of not, actually.
2: Let let me use use the track and field term Mm. that I was going to hawk soffit. I was going to be Usain Bolt in that 100 meters. I'm going to start off slow, Mm. but then I'm going to pick up. I'm going to get in that second and third gear. And what's the record right now? What's the record right now? And wait, we're in the middle of (sighs) the season and. Stop it. We're tired right now. So I've mm. officially caught you. Oh. I've hawked you like mm. the same boat. Mm. And now this is where I'm going to kick it into another gear, another and surpa- gear and surpass you. Oh. But wow. I, that's all. That's well, my I'm dad gonna used right to say now. when
0: he used to watch people run track back back in my day, he says two speeds is dead slow and stop. So what, what <laughs> so what gear are you kicking in? Reverse dead slow. Stop. Which one are you going to?
2: No, I'm in that faster. Oh,
0: faster? Speed. Okay. That, 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 that we'll Ferrari be the judge speed. of that. Okay. That
2: don't see the issue here. He's a, he's a
1: Ferrari. He's Tyler yeah. the Dragon. He's it. the only person he's to do bold. a
0: baton exchange and then hit himself in the head mm. with the baton, so whatever.
1: <laughs> hey. Hey, right, Tyler, out there Tyler doing you're caught much. up. It took, doing you, too it took you 10 weeks, Tyler. It took you 10 weeks, but you're finally. Finally caught up to me. That's what I said. I was. That's what I.
0: Anyways, said. back to the game. You, you the said piece, you want to go ahead with the pick. I know you can't tell us to go ahead. I said <laughs> I set way. up the matchup already.
1: Josie the has been No, two you didn't. Piece. We you didn't, don't didn't know. say one game. Yeah, you didn't yeah, say the you, first you know, game. You. Tyler went off the rails. I said
0: the five and three Saints versus the seven and two Titans.
1: Uh, Ten okay. Guys, in it's a football podcast. We're still getting used to each other. Still loving every bit of it. Go ahead. All right, first game is up. Saints at the Titans, Tyler, I'm going to stick with Tennessee here. That win over the Rams is very, very impressive. Um, The Saints, they're still figuring out their quarterback situation without Jameis Winston and without Drew Brees, for that matter. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Tennessee. I like how their defense is playing, too. I think a lot of people are not speaking enough about how the Titans defense is playing. Mike Rabel has those guys in top shape, and the the way that they slowed down the Rams last week was very, very telling for their uh, potential playoff hopes this season.
2: I have to agree with you on this one, Safet. I do have the Tennessee Titans. I really like the way they played uh, without their best overall player, Derrick Henry, went to Los Angeles and put a beat down on the Rams. I think they're kind of figuring things out, especially defensively. Their defense played above expectations at SoFi Stadium. So if they continue to play like that, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC. I do have the Titans, too.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next game. We have the 5-4 Browns just coming off of a huge win in the absence of Odell Beckham Jr., no less, against the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Patriots, who Soffitt suddenly has winning the Super Bowl with Mac Jones. So who is winning this game? Hmm.
1: <laughs> mm, so I uh, I mentioned the Patriots being in the playoff mix, right? And uh, you think one would, uh, would stick to that hunch, right, and, and pick their team that they just had a good hunch on. But – Tyler and I, we were in Cincinnati. We saw the Browns beat down the Bengals. That was one of the picks that uh, Tyler got to catch up on me. He knows the Browns play the Bengals really well. They had about five plays in that game that just went their way and flipped the game completely on Cincinnati's head. Um, I don't know if they get those same plays against the Patriots, though, Tyler. I really don't. Um, I'm going to go for it, Tyler. I'm going to go for it. I'm picking the the Patriots. I don't think Nick Chubb is going to come back. I don't think some of these running backs are going to come back. It's going to be all on Baker, and I don't like that look for him moving forward. I'm picking the Patriots, Tyler. This is the week where I get the one-game lead back.
0: Mm, mm, okay.
2: This is a tough game to pick because we don't know if the Browns are going to have any running backs. So, me and you might have to suit up for Cleveland and play this game with some pads on. <laughs> now, if Nick Chubb does play, I do like the Browns in this game. I have – a suspicion that he will play. I think he's going to test negative. Uh, twice. Where where, where are you getting Sunday's where I mean
0: game. what is this? What is this? Um I mean, you know what I, suspicion I, is I this, think, Tyler? I
2: think you, you know. What's the name I, I of that think, doctor that I, I used to be
0: with uh, Oprah? I, I what's don't, the what's the doctor name that has the show? I
2: am using I'm using Aaron Rodgers. What's the daytime
0: Rogers. doctor show? <laughs> I'm using
2: Aaron, <laughs> Joe, Aaron Rogers Rogers huh?
0: You're
1: using Joe Rogan. are a Joe Rogan I'm using i it, I'm, please, I'm
0: using Aaron There's Rogers a lot of fantasy people out there would like to understand how how you understand that you have this idea of when he's gonna be Healthy again. I mean, where, where is this I,
2: coming from? I, I, I spoke. I spoke to my sources, Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. Oh, and oh. they both.
0: Because <laughs> it sounds like he, you are uh, consulting the mitochondria and the protons and the neutrons in his body to I, know exactly I, when I they're gonna he, roll over.
2: He, he, we do know. We do know that Nick Shep has been vaccinated. I see. So that 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 is. Uh, Going in his face, yes.
1: Tyler. You're and on the fence, man. Just I'm, make I'm your bumpy. Browns pick and I, keep
2: I got, it moving, I got man. the Browns. I got the Browns. I mean, y'all <laughs> ganging up on me. I got to defend. I'm myself just saying. Today. By the time we do
0: Twitter Spaces on Thursday, we're gonna see if uh, we any closer to you just with this. Uh, definitely knowing Nick. If Nick, if Nick, if Nick Chubb, Chubb is does be... not
2: play. Then I'm allowed to switch my.
1: No, no, no. See, I wasn't allowed to get do that for Aaron Rodgers afterwards, Tyler. See, you gotta uh, you gotta
2: stick to the rules that you're trying to I, keep. You I, know, I do have the Cleveland Browns. I'm hoping I have my fingers crossed that Nick just.
0: It's like when somebody uh, tried to ha- uh, have me stick to something when it came to the Super Bowl, when um, the Chiefs were playing. And then right before the game, the night before the game is when that tragedy happened. And it wouldn't let me try to uh, redo the analysis that I had before. I'm just like, duh, that is like a huge game changer like that that nobody was foreseeing. So anyways... Uh, We're going to the next game. So we've got the 3-5 and five Seahawks, Russell Wilson coming back with the It's Time Twitter video featuring everybody and his family and what have you going up against the Packers who just dropped their first loss in however many 6-7 games with, uh six, yes, games. thank you, with uh, Jordan Love as the quarterback. So who's going to win this game with Big Russ bet?
1: Emily, I like, I like my audio. I, I don't like, like betting against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I like my audio from last week. Let's run it again. Oh. I think Aaron Rodgers comes back. Mm. I think the uh, the COVID, anti-COVID brigade is going to get a win this week. Sorry, guys. Uh, but I'm going to pick the Packers. I don't know. I don't I don't like uh, Russell Wilson coming back one game, first game back from the finger. Don't know how well he's going to throw. Hopefully he does a lot better, um, you know, in spite of the injury. But I'm going to go with the Packers this week, Tyler.
2: Man. I hate to agree with you again. (laughs) I do have a suspicion that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back too. Saturday is the earliest he can come back. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder because he knows everybody's talking about him negatively with Mm -hmm. his bizarre statements uh, last week. Russell Wilson, first game back. Finger might be a little ginger, might not be feeling all that good. I got the Packers winning. But this you
0: know game what's really interesting is that good thing that his first day of eligibility to return. Wasn't a Wednesday because what Aaron Rodgers typically talks on a Wednesday, right? Good thing that the first day of eligibility is on the thirteenth. What day of the week is that? A Friday? Is that a Friday or a Saturday? Is it Friday? What day is I it?
1: Believe, I believe I believe Aaron Rodgers has till Saturday. That yeah, is yeah, thirteenth Saturday.
2: Saturday.
0: The thirteenth is Saturday. Yeah, All Saturday. I'm saying is if that, yeah. that first day of eligibility was earlier in the week and it coincided with him having to do a press conference and he elected not to, you know, wear the mask, that would invoke the. Part of the protocol where he would be subject to suspension. So mm-hmm. he's lucky that it's after that, and they don't have to deal with that until after this game against the Seahawks, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to the next game here, guys. We've got the five and four Chiefs, uh, Tyler. You know who's acting like this offense is scoring 500, you know points at the moment, uh, going up against the five and three Raiders, who also Safet is saying should not be overlooked. And oh, by the way, just added uh, wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, who's winning this game.
1: Um, Tyler, I'm gonna go with your Kansas City Chiefs man I, I think the Raiders had a tough tough loss in New York last week. Obviously the Henry Ruggs news um, is um, disappointing for him disappointing for the you know the woman that lost her life and her dog disappointing for all those involved the families involved Henry Ruggs too especially because of the fact that you know his life is you know his football career is since could be essentially over so that's a lot of baggage dealing with the Raiders just you know we, spoke, we speak about negative energy and Damon Arnett you know being cut from the team. A lot of negative energy with the Raiders there, like we like to talk about, Josina. I'm going with the Chiefs. I think it's another game for them to um, continue to make their climb back into the AFC playoff race.
2: Yeah, you mentioned the Raiders had a bad loss. They've had a bad year. Damon Arnett, John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, all no longer part of the team for various reasons. And I think it – I'm not even going to say I think I know that's going to affect the team negatively going forward. It's human nature. Um, so I do have the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. <laughs> I do have the Kansas City Chiefs winning third straight game. Don't sleep on the Chiefs. Yes, they're winning ugly, but they are still winning football games. It's about yes, W's and L's. The Chiefs pick up a W this weekend.
0: All right. And finally, we're moving on to the Monday night matchup between the Rams who actually you know did not perform the way i thought they would against the tennessee titans i think uh, matthew stafford basically said he handed the uh, titans two scores in and of himself and then you've got the 49ers who man it's just like ever since they got into the uh super bowl um and now with this three and five record I, i don't know is this is this an easy pick for you guys or no
1: yeah, it's going to be an easy pick for me. Um, I was hoping it would be a little bit easier last week when we picked the Rams over the Titans, Tyler. But um, I'm going to stick with the Rams here. I think this is a good bounce-back game for them. Uh, San Fran doesn't have enough offensively. Um, Trey Lance may still be hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo is still Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I think the, the Rams bounce back after that Titans loss in San Francisco on Monday
2: night. The 49ers have really disappointed me this season. At home, they lost to the Kyle, Kyle murray lists. And DeAndre Hopkins lists Arizona Cardinals, and they really weren't even in that game. Meanwhile, yes, the Rams did have a disappointing uh, loss to the Derrick Henry lists uh, Tennessee Titans, but I think they rebound this week and beat a 49ers team that's still trying to find their way. So I do have the Los Angeles Rams getting back to their winning ways.
0: All right. I've never heard
1: anybody say Derrick Henry lists, Kyler Murray lists, <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins lists. That was the that was first for us here on It's a Football Podcast.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate all of the uh, picks that you guys have. As normally, you know, we will review everything that you guys said and pull out the receipts next week with Emily on cue with all of those um, verbal um, comments that she had of y'all's. It's, a, what, it's the Chiefs again. And Safi, what was yours? I'm, I'm going, I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I don't like
1: betting against Aaron Rodgers. There
0: you go. That's what I'm talking about. All
1: right, guys. It's been week 10 of It's a Football Podcast. Uh, you heard me slip up and call Russell Wilson, Russell Finger. That was a great moment. Cena uh, and Tyler also joined us. We, we got our picks settled. We'll see if Tyler can take a lead over me in the pick standings coming up next week. But, guys, as always, thank you for tuning in. Download the USA Today Sports Plus app in your Apple Store, in your Google Play. We want you to fan harder with USA Today Sports Plus. Guys, thanks for listening.
2: It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app, where the biggest fans fan harder.